Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the WP Builds Podcast. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. Um, today we're going to be joined by Puneet Sahalot from the Powerpack add-on for Beaver Builders. You can find them at wpbeaveraddons.com. Um, they've been very generous this week in that they've given us one lifetime license to give away, um, which has a value of about $250. Um, and the way that you're going to be able to snag that is by going to wpbuild.com forward slash contests with an S, plural, um, and filling out your name and email address and entering the competition by sharing it all over the internet. But they've also offered us until Monday the 28th of August, um, you can use the coupon code WPBUILDS, all as capital letters, um, at the checkout in order to get 20% off. So that's really, really kind of them. So we, we would thank them for, uh, for their um, support and giving such a nice gift to our listeners. Um, speaking of sharing things, if you would like to share this podcast episode, you can go to the WP Builds website and click any of the buttons underneath. I've been reliably informed that using iTunes um, and, you know, um, sharing on iTunes and writing iTunes reviews is really helpful for getting podcasts a bit of notoriety. So if you are of a mind to share uh, this podcast with people, I think iTunes might be a good place to write a review. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. Anyway, moving on, um, we'll get to Puneet in a little while, but first of all, we'll do our quick roundup of the news. Um, the first one uh, comes off the Medium website, and it's all about whether or not we should be getting ourselves um, using Facebook's React um, code, because essentially it comes with a very interesting license, which is not the same as things like uh, Linux and PHP. It's this BSD plus license, which kind of means that if you use code if you use if you write any code with react then you are unable in the future to sue facebook because facebook will immediately um, say that you are not allowed to use react anymore it's a bit of an odd one go and check out the the article it, it very very strange how law can get into writing code and and so on but perhaps it's something that the facebook crowd need to be wary of in the future certainly something I would be wary of, but I, I don't use React in any way, shape or form, So, but you may. The next one is that, um, as, as we all expect, Chrome version 62, Chrome is ramping up their stance on security. And as of October 2017, they're going to be showing not secure on HTTP pages. We all knew this was coming, but just it, it, it is now coming very, very soon. So you might want to get into some legacy websites and amend those, probably with a Let's Encrypt certificate. The next one um, is that, well, this one comes from the WP Tavern, and it's basically sort of stating how WordPress.org are trying to educate people into upgrading their version of PHP, because it turns out that the vast majority of people are still using PHP 5.x, 
Um, and obviously there are security benefits and speed benefits of upgrading yourself to seven. Um, and this article lays out why that might be a really good idea. Okay, the next one, uh, second to last, is another WP Tavern article. I tend to find myself in the WP Tavern um, blog quite a lot these days, actually. I think it's really good. Um, this one is about GDPR. Now, I got schooled a bit this week because in the Facebook group, I wrote um, a little post sort of saying, you know, you've got to be wary of GDPR. GDPR is the general data protection regulation, which the EU are going to be enforcing on people. And essentially, it um, states that really you need to be very mindful about the ability of clients to... Uh, not just clients, users of your website, anybody who submits email addresses or even their IP address, you need to be specific about what you're doing with that and where you're keeping it and giving people the option to delete it completely from your um, website. Now, all of this is coming in effect on May next year. It would appear from some of the more detailed analysis of the documentation that if you've got a business under 250 staff, which is certainly me, you don't need to worry about this in quite the same way. But if you're dealing with, uh, if you're a company which has significantly more staff, you really, really do. And this legislation has a lot of teeth. And essentially, it's the EU trying to protect people's privacy, which probably in the end is no bad thing. Okay, and the last one is Nathan Ello, who is a WordPress developer. And uh, David Wormsley will like this one because it's talking about whether or not it, there is there is a life in being a digital nomad. You know, can you earn enough money to, to keep going without having roots in your home country? And he very much comes down, I think, to say that, yeah, it's totally possible. He, he gives gives you an entire breakdown of his finances over a 24-month period. And I have to say his finances are really looking very good from where I'm sitting. And um, because he's got less expenses when he's traveling around on the go, then he, he comes out on top. But it's really interesting, lovely little article. And um, it would be a very enviable life, I think, that he's got. Anyway, worth a read. So there we go. That is all of the news. Again, let me mention the, the contest, wpbuilds.com forward slash contests to win yourself a lifetime license for PowerPack, the PowerPack add-on for Beaver Builder. Um, speaking of which, let's head straight over and hear from Puneet. Um, I'm joined with David Wormsley with this one. So here you go. I hope you enjoy it. Hello today. Nathan and I are joined by Puneet Shal... Now, I always say your name wrong, Puneet. Can you say your surname for me so I get it right? Shalot? Shalot. Uh, Hello, everyone. I'm sure. Puneet Shalot from Powerpack Beaver Addons. Great. Well, we know you really well as a friend and contributor to the Beaver Builder community, and we know you mostly, I guess, from Powerpack, which is a Beaver Builder add-on over at WP beaveradons.com but today we're going to talk about other stuff that you do and you've got a new non beaver builder related plugin that's coming out so we'll talk about that a little bit but first Puneet do you want to just let our audience know for the folks who don't use beaver builder what it is that you do and your company do yeah sure uh, sure David thank you for inviting me to the show and uh, it's a pleasure to be speaking to everyone here so I'm Puneet, I'm, uh, and I run a web design agency. We specialize in WordPress design and development. And uh, my company name is Ideabox Creations. We have been in uh, 
a part of WordPress ecosystem since 2012 as a business. And as a freelancer, I have been working with WordPress since 2009. So uh, yeah. PowerPack was our first product, our first premium product for WordPress and Beaver Builder. And now we are working on a few more ideas, uh, including WP FOMO, which is our new plugin, and mm -hmm. it's ready for launch in a few weeks. Wow, yeah. Shall we do PowerPack first? Shall we talk a little bit about that? Because so much stuff's been going on with that recently. We, you, you added, uh, what, six new, uh, no, five new modules last time round. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, uh, there was a bunch of templates. And I believe, well, you've had a new look, haven't you, on your site? That was only yesterday as we're recording this podcast. Yes, uh, our website was uh, initially built in bits and pieces, so uh -huh. it didn't look so so professional. And the message that we wanted to convey with uh, our website for our product was not very clear. So uh, we have been working on a new design for the last few months, and finally we were able to launch it yesterday. Yeah, it looks great. Um, actually, Nathan, do you want to? Are there any burning power pack questions? Because we're both users of PowerPack. Have you got any that you want to ask now? Um, I mean, yeah. Hello, everybody, by the way. I, I am here. <laughs> and um, nothing in particular. Just hi there, Puneet. Nice to meet you for the first time, I think, speaking, uh, at least anyway. Um, no, not, nothing specific. I mean, great product. I've been using it since I think I got on board maybe like day two or day three or something like that. And it's basically features in every single thing that I do. I have a, a, a list of plugins which get installed the moment I embark upon a new website. And obviously one of them is Beaver Builder. And now one of them is Beaver Themer. And probably the next thing along the line is I put PowerPack into that. Um, and I think it's great. I think that it offers absolutely heaps of functionality. And you've got these five new ones. One of the questions I want to know is, as as I'm sure everybody always wants to know is, have you got um, any more coming down the road? <laughs> yes, Nathan. We have a few more uh, modules coming on and uh, a new plugin uh, for Beaver Builder, which is again uh, some modules, but these modules are especially for WooCommerce. So we are calling it WooPack. And oh. uh, these modules are going to allow users to style WooCommerce products and create product galleries, grid, carousal, and all those things. I could I could visibly sense David's ears pricking up when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. How uh, again? I'm sure you get fed up with these kind of questions. Is this um, is this something that you might get out at the end of this year, or is this something that we can look forward to in 2018? Uh, I think uh, it should be available in maximum. Uh, Two or three weeks. Oh, <laughs> now you're talking. How um, when you embark upon something like this, let's say it's PowerPack or your new WooCommerce product, which I'm sorry, I've I've already forgotten the name that you mentioned. Could you just say that one again? It's WooPack. WooPack. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's that's nice and easy to remember. That's good. Um, how much time does it take from the moment that somebody sits and says, "Do you know what? We should add this." How long does it take? Because we only get to hear about it like now when you're almost ready. Two, three weeks to go seems like a, um, 
you know you're ready to talk about it in public how how many months or weeks or how how long have you been working on it to get it to this readiness um actually we started working on this one i think uh, around uh, last week of may or first week of june okay so it's been already two months right now and because of our limited team size we keep working on and off on a new product or existing feature improvements and all those things so the deadline gets extended a bit otherwise we could knock it out much earlier uh, so i think uh, for woopack it's going to be 3 months roughly for development time yeah and we'll be ready for launch how many is in your team right now we are a team of 8 wow okay and do you yeah, so that all... includes uh... sorry go on yeah so that includes uh, designers developers and a content writer so it isn't like we all of us are developers who can just keep uh, building something new right <laughs> and do you deploy when well, it, when it is time to build like a new new module should we say um do you deploy all of your developers onto the new thing or do you keep some of them tweaking the old stuff the you know the power pack the regular stuff that we all know yeah so two of our developers uh, take care of uh, the powerpack features improvements enhancements everything and uh, anything new that's going to come in powerpack and then we have another developer who starts working on a new product or a new plugin okay so that's how we work and do you all sit in the same office at the same time or do you work you know remotely uh, via skype or something like that no uh, all of us uh, sit in the same office and work from the same room Ah, that's uh, that, uh, to be honest with you. I I don't work in that way. I am a freelance, but I I would, I I don't think I would like the whole remote working. I would like to be able to see these people and you know wander over to them and have a chat if there was something that was perplexing me or, or I was struggling with. I think. Puneet, you've grown quite a bit, haven't you? So that's two extra members, I think, since I I last saw you. Is that is that right? <laughs> you were six. Yes, that's that's correct. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. I noticed you you already on your new website I I've been looking at the modules and you've got some I think um maybe another 5 that are coming soon. Yes, yes, that's great. Animated text uh, static testimonial gallery countdown and image carousel I noticed on there. A- any ideas when they might come out? Uh I think we'll be releasing these after we launch Woopack. so uh-huh. uh, yes maybe in next month or uh, uh, mid of next month mid of september or last week of september how wow. do you um how do you make decisions about what's coming next you know because you must be flooded with i mean i'm i'm sure you are flooded with people saying can we have this can we have this please do this build this thing into powerpack and release it to us how do you decide mm-hmm. which one is going to get attention first and do you deliberately lump them into groups of say 5 or 4 so that there's more impact when you release it rather than just doing one at a time or two at a time uh most of our uh, modules were initially the ones which we have uh, built were um, um developed out of our own needs like uh, because from our own experience of uh, building websites like what kind of sections we build what kind of uh, functionality and design we need and what is missing from pure builder which can be done easily with custom modules so that's how we built it initially and uh, right now we uh, keep uh, receiving some feature request for 
special kind of modules like for example in this particular release which we have uh, where we have added five new modules so filterable gallery and uh, advanced menu were uh, two of the most requested features because everyone wanted to have more control and uh, design features for their navigation in the header mm. so advanced menu was one of them and uh, filterable gallery was a very much requested feature because uh, everyone want, wanted to create uh, portfolio galleries and those kind of things so th- this request came out of our custom grid uh, sorry content grid module because that that content grid module has filters and all those things mm. then users wanted like we don't want to use a custom post type or we don't want to link to a new post we just want to display images but in the similar format so that's how we built filterable gallery so it's a combination of uh, feature request plus uh, experience on uh, <laughs> web development do you um do you have certain um, do you have like contacts with the the guys at Beaver Builder? You know, Justin, Robbie, and Billy. Do you? Is there? A, I mean, obviously, we've got Beaver Builder two point sort of coming down the line. There must be some level of communication between you and them, so that at the time that comes out, you're all ready and good to go, and nothing breaks. Yeah, I keep in touch with uh, Justin and Robbie because uh, they are available on slack channel most of the time mm. so <laughs> whenever i have got some questions uh, i just send it over to justin if it's something related to marketing or um, content related advice i will uh, go and ask robbie so that's how we uh, keep updated uh, with everything that's going on with bio builder so if we talk about the latest alpha 3 which has uh, come out with uh, the new install order of modules the <clears throat> whenever you are editing a module it just loads uh, the module settings forms very instantly so if, yeah. if you have not noticed that feature in alpha 3 it's yes. very very fast i was sort of saying to yeah. to justin that basically so, it loads before you've decided to click on it <laughs> yeah so i just uh, asked justin like uh, how is this done and uh, he sent me uh, a couple of lines of code and said okay this is where you need to look for and the next day we were uh, like power pack is compatible with alpha 3 right now nice. so we are just going to release uh, a new update for power pack just for testing it with uh, bio builder alpha 3.0 nice oh wow well that's great to know pune actually because i do that live demo which i'll make available to people of it and i've got power pack installed with that live demo so yeah, please let me know actually when that's that's going ahead because it means that they can test yours at the same speed, can't they? Then power pack modules will load at the same speed as the the core ones. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, they do load really fast. For for anybody who's listening, um, who doesn't quite understand, essentially when you when you're operating in Beaver Builder and you um, click on something that's already on the page. There's a period of I don't know, let's say one or two seconds where a little ball spins and the settings load, and <laughs> and it, it's not a thing really. But when you when you see this new one and it loads at the moment you click the button, um, you kind of realise, oh, okay, yeah, that was that was n- not as good as this, and probably save yourself a few hours each week, which and it all adds up. Uh, yes, and actually, a Pune question for you, really, you. you might know the answer one thing that i didn't ask the beaver builder guys and you'll probably know now is does that mean that because it's not making a call to the server that it's actually using up less resources 
on your site. So when somebody's doing some editing, it's less strain on the server. Um, I think it's uh, it's because it's uh, the new feature is built with JavaScript. So uh, as much as I understand, I think it gets uh, preloaded. And uh, when you click the module forms, uh, the JavaScript action triggers and it gets loaded from the uh, content which is already there on the page. So that's how I, it works. Right. That's on, uh, I'm, I'm, um, that's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm, I'm unclear from that whether if you have a huge page and have loads of modules, whether that will ultimately um, mean it takes longer to initially load the page, albeit that each time you, you click the settings, that will be significantly quicker. I wonder if the um, loading the Beaver Builder interface will will take a little bit longer. The result, my guess is no, because I bet they've thought of all of that. <laughs> No, no, I think uh, the way it works uh, right now is uh, what I've uh, looked at the code and uh, the existing code uh, code, which is a uh, part of alpha three. So uh, the fields which were used, uh, which are used in the module settings form, like drop downs and everything. So initially those fields were written in PHP and now those fields are written in JavaScript. So everything gets loaded instantly with uh, the initial page load. So basically when we are talking about editing a page it uh, uh, it doesn't get send a request to the server okay right so because uh, there is no php interaction there is only javascript based interaction so the fields load instantaneously but again if you see when you are saving the module settings it will take a while because that's when the data is actually sent to the server and yeah. it gets saved yeah okay so there's a there's a slight trade off um but I guess for somebody like me, you, you notice it more when you're sitting waiting uh, to load something, the saving bit. I think I, I probably won't even notice that, to be honest. Yeah, uh, technically, if we uh, talk about the saving of data, I think it's good to wait and uh, save it directly on the server. Because if we talk about other page builder like uh, DB, so what it does is it initially saves the data into your browser's local storage. So. So if, if you are like editing a long page or if there are a number of tabs open, if you are editing something simultaneously, uh, there are chances that your browser will cache, crash or it will slow down. Right. In that case, you can even lose your data or the data may get corrupted. So I think uh, what uh, the Beer Builder team is doing is uh, perfect because data is getting saved to the server and uh, it's saved there. Right. I can feel a conversation with Justin and Robbie coming on again, can't you, David? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask you, you know, um, you know, when you set about doing Power Pack, did you kind of have any indication? Because you've had to do a lot of work because they keep changing Beaver Builder. We've had Thema come out and you've accommodated it by making those field connectors with your modules. And now we've got 2.0. Has that been a lot of work that you didn't anticipate or is it what you expected? Uh, as we saw initially, uh, we were not expecting to be doing a lot of things, but as we saw Beaver Builder 2.0 coming out, uh, yeah. we realized that there's going to be a lot of change. But uh, thankfully, the way uh, Justin and team is bringing out these changes is like, uh, it's easy to include into existing code. So whenever when we added field connections and theme compatibility it wasn't a lot of work like we were we were not uh, 
rewriting the existing code instead we were just improving it so that's a big plus and for developers it's a great thing yeah can i ask you another question um now there are people who listen to our podcast who are elementor users and i'm sure other page builders have you been interested in in looking at other page builders and taking the same model to them i have looked at elementor i have even thought about uh, like creating some modules but uh, um i don't know i was never quite sure about it uh, first uh, whenever i was looking at the updates every major update uh, there there were some uh, some bugs which were breaking the website or something and uh, another reason was uh, the community i think the community is still growing around elementor and uh, uh, there is a scope for new features but there is already a lot which element offers so if we if we are going to add extra i am not quite sure like what extra features we will be uh, giving to our users because elementor does a lot of things already uh yes i see and i guess you'd probably have to expand your team to 12 to accommodate all yeah. the new learning <laughs> <laughs> yes <Yeah>. that's <laughs> another reason why uh, we are not building it <laughs> <laughs> um can we move on to your new plugin wp fomo <laughs> and could you want to tell us a little bit about what it does I, i've seen it So maybe you best explain it first, and then I'll try and chip in, and Nathan will, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, WP FOMO is a, a social proof marketing and FOMO marketing plugin. FOMO basically stands for fear of missing out. So. Aha! Uh -huh. Now I know. <laughs> yes, I didn't know that. Okay, I think uh, it's a popular term in the US right now. Yeah. And uh, even I was not aware of it, but uh, yes, uh, I came across this term and I searched for it and that's how I figured out okay, what this is what it means. So so uh, the again uh, WP FOMO was built because we wanted to build something and use something like this on our own website for Powerpack. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so WP FOMO uh, does a couple of things. Like first is it can display uh, customer activity or user activity on your website. Uh, it can be used to display reviews. It can be used to set up a notification bar with a countdown timer. So you can create some offers and display a countdown timer and create some urgency to increase your sales. And uh, when it comes to user activity and customer activity. we are adding integrations for popular plugins like woocommerce easy register downloads give wp and uh, recently we have added uh, integration for lifter lms hmm. so uh, the way it works is when someone buys a product on your website or someone signs up for a course on your website the data is obviously stored by the plugins in the database and wp fomo uses that data to display the notifications on your website Uh -huh. So, so we are not faking it. These are the real sales, and the, uh, these are the real customers or users who are coming to your website. We are just displaying like uh, this person has recently purchased this product. So, it helps new users, new visitors who are coming uh, on your website to realize that okay, this is a genuine website, and uh, customers are really coming on this website. So, the product must be good or. Uh, something worth using. So just mm. to be just to be clear, if I was to go to a page 
in, in which this plugin had been installed and um, and I was let's say um, buying something I don't know a camera or a course or something there would be like a little um, a little box I suppose that would pop up in in a corner perhaps and it would say something like uh, John just bought uh, th this camera John just bought this course and then a few moments later uh, somebody else would would name would pop up is is that what you're describing yes that's correct okay that's correct. so it's pulling data it, it i presume it's it could be real-time data but it's also data over the last period of time or you know you can d display stuff so that um so that there's so that it's happening all the time whilst people are on the page not just you know as somebody purchases something yes that's correct so uh we have a very good level of control and targeting in this one. So let's say uh, we are using it on a WooCommerce website. I can set up a notification for a particular product and target it on that particular product page. So whenever a user visits a product page for a camera, they will be seeing notifications only for the sales which are uh, made for that particular camera. I see. And now if they navigate to a, a product page, say, which is a laptop, so you can set up another notification which will pull the data and sales for the laptop and it will be displayed only on that particular page. So that's how the targeting can work. Is there, um, is there a level of control over what d data might be displayed in that little box? So for example, you could enable um, the, the name to be just the first name or no name at all or an icon or a thumbnail of their profile picture and so on. You can turn these things on and off and customize the text. Yes, uh, there is a message template which is used for the notifications. So uh, because of privacy reasons, we are by default, we only display the first name and the first letter of the last last name. So, and if you don't want to use it, you can just remove that and replace it with some uh, someone just purchased this product. Right. You can make it like that. So there are merge tags available for different variables like time, location, um, name, and uh, for the thumbnail image, you can either upload a default thumbnail image, which which can be your website's logo or something yeah, yeah. or if you want you can pull uh, customers gravatar because gravatar is a public profile yes so yeah so there's no privacy concern there so if you want and if your customers are comfortable with that uh, you can even display a gravatar image which will be again pulled from customers email which was added in the order in the customer order oh i see yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and, and or you can completely disable the images if yeah. you don't want to show anything you can just keep it simple text yeah i think people will require different levels won't they they'll you know some people will go all in and display every image and every name and everything and, and some people might be a little bit more cautious and decide for them just saying someone in london bought this camera um, and just keep it nice and straightforward so there's no privacy concerns. Does the does the little box that pop up have any um, action associated with it? If you click on it, does anything occur or is it just simply a, a visual cue that, look, this is genuine and people are buying this product? You can uh, make it uh, clickable. If you want, you can add a URL and link it to any page. Mm. And you can also add your tracking parameters like UTM parameters, which are... Uh, used by Google Analytics, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> it's optional. If if you are displaying it on the particular pr product page, 
I think you don't need a link there. But yeah, if you are displaying yeah. it on on your home page or somewhere else, uh, you can link it to the product page or a reviews page. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and it also has the this plugin also has the option to put these um, top. What what are they called? The, the little bars that run across the top of the viewport. Um, is there a particular name for that thing? Uh, the top bar, top bar, bar. Yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> yeah, um, and the same sort of idea. Could you display the same information in that top bar? So could we? Could it also display such and such a person just bought this camera, or is that fixed to um, countdown timers and predefined text like ten percent off and so on? Right now, it's uh, fixed for the text and. Uh... Uh, the countdown timer you can uh, the timer is optional if you want to enable or disable it mm. and the text has to be there it's an yeah, it's an interesting plugin david what are your thoughts yeah no it's great and if anyone doesn't understand what we're talking about you can actually go to your site can't you pin it where it's actually in action so you can go to wpbvaddons.com and see how you set it up um yeah, I, I was wondering about where you are on the. Uh, I know you've got a, a website up, and it's um, you can download it for a free beta at the moment at wpfomo.io. I'm just wondering what stage you're at at the moment. When it, when is it likely to come out for sale, and do, do you have an idea of the price? Uh, we are still working on the pricing structure, <laughs> but they are going to be uh, three packages uh, basically. So. And everyone will get access. So the, all the integrations that we are building are uh, built as add-ons. So every package will give you access to all the add-ons, but there will be limitations on the usage. Like you can use it on one side, three side, five side, those mm. things. Mm. So yeah. the pricing will be decided based on that. And uh, the development is complete for all the add-ons. Uh, we have add-ons for WooCommerce, Easy Digital Downloads, GiveWP. Lifter LMS, Mailchimp, and yeah, I think uh, five for now, and we have a few more in works. But for initial launch, uh, these five are ready, and the base plugin is ready, and it's out of development. So after launching the new PowerPack site, we are now working on <laughs> building WP Formos website. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because when you when you launched PowerPack, obviously you know who knew whether that was going to be successful or not, and it turns out it's been a great success. Um, but there must have been a moment during the time that you were getting that all built where you sort of thinking, boy, is is this does this even have an audience? Do, do you have the same sort of concerns about WP FOMO? Do you do sort of like market research or are you literally scratching your own itch? You just built something because you feel that this is something which is going to be popular. And, um, you know, do, do you have any of those sort of concerns and uh, and so on? Um, I think uh, launching WP FOMO is more challenging as compared to PowerPack mm. because <laughs> PowerPack was directly targeted towards an existing user base and it was easy to market. Mm. And luckily it got popular and we kept building it. But for WP FOMO, um, we don't have, the target audience is wide and there is no close community like Bio Builder where we can just announce it and get popularity or start generating sales. So uh, marketing this product is going to be more difficult as compared to Powerpack. But uh, 
practically i have been talking to a lot of users who are uh, building e-commerce sites or who have uh, blogs and who have a mailing list and those kind of things and the response has been good like uh, when some people saw it on our website we even got email like how how you are doing it i would like to do the same thing on my website right or client website so that gave us some positivity and that's when we decided to build it further and uh, launch it as a product yeah it must take a it, it's it's a fairly gutsy thing to do i think isn't it because you've got to commit an awful lot of your staff's time an awful lot of money and um and it yeah you've just got to go at these things haven't you and and hope that you'll find the right market i'm i'm presupposing that in the same way that there are beaver builder communities i'm i'm not very involved in woocommerce at all so i don't really get myself involved in those communities but presumably there are facebook groups and slack groups and so on that are just talking about woocommerce all day every day Yes, uh, there are a lot of groups for WooCommerce because again the user base for WooCommerce is very big, and uh, but I am not actively involved into those groups. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm just a silent watcher there, like <laughs> what's going on and what's the latest in WooCommerce community. Uh, so let's see how it goes. <laughs> Puneet, can I just ask you? See, there's Mailchimp in there as well. Does so? Does the notifications that come up say that this person signed up to? a newsletter or something how's that one work yes that's how it works so if you are offering a newsletter or let's say if you are offering a free download or something uh-huh. uh, you can connect it with your mailchimp account and then you get the options to select a mailchimp list uh-huh. and uh, whenever some recent activity occurs there in your list it uh, it will be displayed on your website and again the message is completely customizable so uh, you can make it like someone just signed up for my free ebook download it now and then uh-huh. you can link the notification box to the actual download or lead capture page ah uh, yes i see Do you know this is one you know cuz me and nathan are a little bit skeptical a bit too skeptical so when it comes to anything kind of salesy uh, nathan and i would probably not put pop-ups on our site if it wasn't for the fact that we kind of have research that tells us that maybe we ought to put them on because they work and and i guess this is going to be with this product as well isn't it is there any way of knowing the effect of placing this on your site is there any way you can measure you know how it's improved conversion at all uh the best way is um, because most of us already use google analytics and mm-hmm. we have the options to add the tracking parameters so the best way is whenever you are adding a url you just set up the campaign parameters there campaign name campaign uh, medium and all those things and it will be tracked in your google analytics which is the best way to uh, measure the conversion rates as well mm-hmm. so so we have done it personally on our powerpack website beaver addons and uh, i think uh, the conversion rate for this particular fomo box was 3% mm-hmm. and out of 63 clicks which we had on the fomo box we had uh, 3% uh, actual users converting into powerpack buyers mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's right. Interesting. So there are there are ways to monitor whether it's working because I mean, presumably that's going to be a, a, a much requested feature, isn't it? Is to to learn um, as a community, as a WP FOMO community, what's the best way to implement this? You know, how big should the icon be? What color text works? And what font seems to work? And I know that people obsess about this stuff endlessly. Um, and presumably you'll be gathering data. Does it phone home? Does it give you any information about um, how successful it's been? Or do you get information about how many sites it's deployed on or, or anything like that? No, we are not tracking uh, any data. It's just the license activation details which we get. Yeah. So if you activate it on three websites, we know that it's being used on three websites. Yeah. Other than that, we don't get uh, any data from your website. Yeah. I noticed that you um, on the website you're offering, although we don't quite know the pricing yet, you've already decided that renewals are going to um, take a take a 30%. You'll take 30% as a renewal discount. Um, that, those kind of we David and I talk about this kind of stuff a lot and whether, whether or not that's uh, a, a good thing to do. Do you find that offering a cheaper second year keeps people who are sort of wavering is it is it is it worth it to you because i know that a lot of people have recently kind of moving away from that and just saying look here's the price it's that every year you know that's what it is yeah with powerpack we have noticed that offering a discount is uh, helpful yeah and personally even when i'm using a product which uh, which uh, asked me for the same price even in the next year i think it looks a bit more expensive as compared to a discounted price. Uh, one of the reason is uh, it feels like uh, if you are a regular user of a particular product and uh, if you get a discount, it fe- feels good. Like it, uh, it's like a note of th- thanks for using it for one year and mm. again renewing your license for another year. Yeah. So as a lo- loyal customer, it's uh, good to have a discount, but uh, there are there are products which do not offer any discounts and. In the end, it's more about monopoly. It's, if there is no other better option for that particular product, then I think I will go. I will have to go with a hundred percent original price and pay for it. Mm-hmm. But if there are options, uh, so th- there will be some discounts. Yeah, it's it's sort of a mark of how indispensable you are. There's certainly quite a lot of things where I. Um, if it is the full price, I think much more carefully about it. And if that email comes through sort of saying, you know, you've got two weeks until your license is up, it's it, like you said, it's a nice goodwill gesture, isn't it? You get a little bit um, off and it makes you makes you feel a little bit more likely to buy, I think. So, yeah, good idea. David, yeah, do you want to? I think it's... Go on. You know, I was going to say it's a bit like FOMO in action, actually, when mm. you give a discount, I think, because, you know, if you're product that you need to renew at the full price hasn't updated for a while you'll think well i won't lose out mm. uh, anything for not updating when the next update sorry for not paying again when the yes. next update comes out so a fear of missing out on your discount i think is 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 kind of the thing that holds people so i think it sounds like a good idea yeah i do i do too I, and it, from my point of view you know as an end user it's always nice to get something for less <laughs> yes Yes. So shall I just, I want to just, if we're done with FOMO, yeah. um, I wouldn't mind just asking Puni a little bit about his experience with WordCamp because I, I attended that in Udapur, the first WordCamp in Udapur, and, and you did it all, Puneet. How, <laughs> have you recovered yet? This was in January. <laughs> yes, David, it was a wonderful experience and 
it was a great teamwork uh, we are a lot of people who were working on our first word camp and uh, it turned out to be really great the response was very positive from everyone who attended the word camp uh-huh. and i think uh, we recovered it from uh, around june when we uploaded all the videos on wordpress.tv it was uh, it was pending for a long time and again we are gearing up for another word camp next year so <laughs> yeah so it's it's like a loop right now mm. we have just applied for word camp 3 days back and we are waiting for the application process to continue wow i mean it it was beautifully done i mean we were really looked after as guests and i thought wow that is so much work for i mean you were then six people weren't you yes uh, as a, uh, a part of my team like uh, uh, my team was a part of the organizing mm. uh, team of wordcamp but uh, other than that we had uh, roughly 30 volunteers who were a part of the organizing team yeah it is an awful lot of work isn't it i went to the london one which i think is is probably quite a large word camp um internationally speaking and i was blown away by the amount of work and also the fact that it's done you know there's a just a lot of voluntary hours that are put in there's there's no um sort of immediate kickback for it you're not getting paid for it so um yeah although i didn't go i'm i'm really pleased that you did it because i just think people who do that are awesome yeah absolutely does it as it helped you at all your business in any way by giving so much of your time for free <laughs> i don't think so because uh, it's more about giving back to the community uh-huh. so in terms of business um, there there were no monetary benefits uh, there was sure. uh, nothing else uh, in fact our entire team was uh, actively involved into uh, keeping the website updated uh, keeping the social media profiles active and it was um, a lot of voluntary work coming out of our business hours mm. so we were not actually working extra hours we were just working on wordcamp during our business hours oh, uh, okay. it was <laughs> it was challenging uh, task but it was fun and the thought of giving back to the uh, amazing community is uh, the best thing we can have oh, what well, what a nice thing to say yeah Yeah, I mean that's what struck me. I just thought, wow, that's so much of your time taken up doing this, you know, just just you know, setting up the website and putting those videos up and that and keeping that social media going as well. I just thought that's a lot of hours. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, very very well done. Um David, I think about 40 minutes we're probably at a sweet spot here. Is that what do you think, Panit, David? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, in which case, um before I go on with my little closing remarks, um we always offer our guests Punit if that's okay, a moment if they want to um promote anything or talk about something, feel free to just just mention it now. Where where you are, you know, where we can find you, how we can keep in touch, maybe the URLs of your web, you know, your products and so on. Thank you Nathan. Uh, so uh powerpack beaver addons is uh, our product for beaver builder and uh, uh, you can find it at wpbeaveraddons.com and we are soon launching two new more products one is woopack which is another beaver builder addon just for uh, woocommerce websites if you want to style woocommerce products uh, create grids and carousels everything 
So Woopack will be lo- launched on our existing website that is wppoveradons.com, and the next product is WP FOMO, which is uh, which is a social proof marketing plugin, mm-hmm. and it will be launched on wpfomo.io. Other than this, you can get in touch with me on Facebook, Twitter. Or just drop me an email through our website, and I'll be happy to talk to you. Mm, thank you. Well, before we finish, I, I would like to sort of say have a little bit of gratitude because uh, Puneet's been very kind. He's um, he's going to offer twenty percent off um, the Power Pack um, add-on uh, plugin, should I say, um, by using the offer code WP Build. So the coupon code is all all in capital letters no spaces wp builds and essentially our podcasts always go out on a thursday you've got thursday friday saturday sunday and and it will probably end at some point on monday so you've got a few days in order to snag that one so make sure that you make use of that 20 percent off and the other thing which is really nice is that he's offered um a lifetime one lifetime license um, for somebody who, um, some lucky winner. Now, the way we're going to do this is we're going to offer it as a sort of like a giveaway, a bit of a raffle, a bit of a prize draw. Um, and I'll put a URL up and it'll probably be something like wpbuilds.com forward slash contest or something. Um, but I'll make make sure that it's in the show notes and I'll probably mention it at the beginning of this podcast with the news and so on. So some lucky winner is going to get a lifetime license of Powerpack. And yeah, I think both David and I would just like to say thanks for those two offers. That's really kind of you. Yeah, thank you. So it only remains to say um, that the cheesy music is about to fade <laughs> in. Um, I don't know what it'll be this week, but no doubt it'll be awful. That's just <laughs> the way we like it. So um, if all three of us say goodbye in turn, I'll say goodbye from me, Nathan Wrigley. Bye-bye. And from me, David Wormsey, goodbye. And from me, Puneet Salud, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. And the music is fading in. And we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.